Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe, and thanks for tuning in. This is another on-the-road episode where I had the opportunity to visit the Easton Public Market. Uh, in this episode, we spoke with um, Wolf of the Highmark Farm Stand, and I want to encourage you to check out the other two episodes from this on-the-road recording at the market, where we also spoke with Brittany, the market district manager, and I also spoke with Aaron Shea, uh, one of the owners of Mr. Lee's Noodles. Those other two episodes will be up soon, but I hope you enjoy this one with Wolf. He was such a pleasure to meet. Thanks for tuning in. So, hi, this is Phoebe. I'm here at the Easton Public Market, and I'm here with my friend Nadia, who is the author of Spoonfuls of Germany, and she brought me to this market. I'm so excited that you did, because this is amazing. And we thought for the first stop that we should visit the Highmark Farm Stand. So we're here with Christopher Wolf, who's the farm stand market manager here. Yes. At the Highmark Farm Stand. But if you come in and you look for Christopher, they'll be like, who's Christopher? He goes by Wolf, right? Yes. Okay, wonderful. I'm actually the vegan wolf. You are? I am. So vegan. Yes, yeah, true. Okay, so I have other questions before oh. we're going to be finishing the podcast then, too. That's good to know. So I'm here with Nadia. Hi. And this is her very first podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So Nadia, tell me, because you brought me to the stand and you were so very excited, tell me what it is about this farm stand that you really, really are excited about. Well, there's a lot of um, produce that I wouldn't find otherwise in other places. Like I saw mushrooms from Primordia Mushroom Farm where I usually have to wait for the Saturday market find um, or I have to drive to the farm 30 miles away or 25 miles away and here they are and um, then I also saw some um, fresh juice or artichokes um, which looked really great um, as if they were just coming out of the ground um, and rutabagas uh, beautiful large rutabagas and everything organic so I'm just stunned by the variety of the produce that I'm seeing just in the produce section here it's great so Wolf how do you decide what to carry because you're carrying things that are common like the lettuce and carrots and beets but how do you decide like the uncommon things that get a shopper like Nadia really excited about right. the produce well the first thing to understand is that in the downtown eastern area there doesn't exist a proper produce department. So we took on the mission to create a full line, a full array of produce, and we decided that we wanted to round it out with more pantry items that are either local or regional. And a lot of folks we actually already know through the market district, um, through the farmer's market, through the festivals, the Main Street Initiative. And so I got introduced to a lot of these folks when I came on board back last May. And I get to work with a wonderful crowd of people who have already done all this work before me. So we brought them on, and then I did a lot of my own research and decided, I think we want some potted plants. We want some potted herbs and some seeds in here. I, I mean, we went out and talked to a lot of people at the markets. I asked a lot of my friends who are into the same things I am here. There's been a lot of building momentum, I would say, since last May. We really dedicated a lot of time to thinking about this. We had a committee dedicated to the creation of this particular space. To the farm stand space. To the space. farm stand like space. The and yes. The, and the and I was on item. that committee mm -hmm. and they elected me to manage it. So that's how that came about. <laughs> 
So when you were um, thinking about all of the different vendors to consider, it was really about building relationships. Absolutely. With yes. co- like local community producers. Absolutely. And I mean, the biggest challenge for a venue like this is that we really need to rely on distributors also. Mm-hmm. Um, having direct accounts, I have maybe 30 or 40 of them, and that's a lot to juggle. Yeah. So I also work with Zone 7 in New Jersey, Common Market out of Philadelphia, Lancaster Farm Fresh out of Lancaster, yes. mm-hmm. and the emerging Josie Porter Food Hub, um, perhaps Real Hub. Food Hub, however they want to go okay. as. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're doing wonderful work networking north of us into, I think, Northern PA in New York. Um, and they have amazing connections too. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to aggregate a lot of food from the region and it allows us to have this wonderful bounty. So one of the things we're curious about, Nadia and I, as we were looking through the vegetables, we saw like the Lancaster fresh beets, Lancaster farm fresh beets. Right. Um, the rutabaga is probably in season, right? from last fall. Last August, fall, yeah. okay. The fall so when, when the, and the, it's springtime now, so once the f- local farmers start to produce um, like their own lettuces, their own kale and other produce, do you kind of like swap it out? Like will people be able to find yes. produce here when the market's not open downtown? Yes, I mean, that is uh, a major intention of ours is to support our Eastern Farmers Market vendors if they're able to wholesale some of them are at the capacity where they can really only focus on their market. Um, and that's okay. That's what they want to do. Others are able to wholesale to us. And I'm happy to bring them on and try them out. Well, that's one of the great things, I think, because I don't always make it to the Saturday market here. So if I know that I can find the produce from some of the uh, farmers in the area here basically all week, it's Wednesday through Saturday that you're open, right? Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, yeah. So I'm, I'm not bound to that Saturday morning if I can make it here, so I can come here anytime. That's great. Right, and I mean, I also, I think we also want you to come down to the Saturday market because I really only have a sampling of some of those vendors. Um, for example, Stagecoach Apiary, he has, I think, one variety of his honey here. It's doing very well, but if you want to actually, if you want more options, right now you would go to the Saturday market. Plus the vibe of the Saturday market, it's outside, it's, a, it's, you know, it's just another piece of the puzzle. It's really, we, I would say, well, what's the best word? We. Is it the variety? I'm trying to find the right word. <laughs> um, a, a company. Carnival? Not carnival. No, no, no. I think we, of that uh, as like a celebration. Yeah, I mean, it's like super celebratory. Uh-huh. But I, uh, but I see it as complementary is the word oh, I want. Oh, okay. I oh, mean, complementary complement- to this market. Yeah, the mm-hmm. outside market and this market. We yeah. really, I'm striving to have it be complementary, at right. least for our farm stand space. And, I mean, one very you know one clear example is actually apple ridge who's at the eastern farmers market they have their own shop here in the market working with uh sean brewery right and they are at scratch there oh so that's them okay yeah so it's like a partnership yeah and it's very symbiotic yeah debbie's pie in the sky she has her own shop in here right yeah okay now something that got nadia like very excited when we made it over to the pantry items was Oh, yes, the rye berries. Oh. Because last winter oh. I started baking um, authentic German pumpernickel. 
which is a three, four day process. And you need rye berries for that, uh, preferably organic rye berries. I don't think they even come non-organic. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find them. I didn't want to mail order them anymore. So last time I was in New York City, I, I grabbed some at the, farm, at the uh, Union Square Market. And I thought, okay, next time after I've used them up, I will have to mail order them again because I can't find them anywhere within a 50-mile radius. And here I walk into the Eastern Farmers Market. Uh, yeah, we really dedicate a couple of months to research on here because it's happening in the northwest, or sorry, the northeast right now. Um, there's actually rice growers happening in Vermont right now that aren't really at the capacity yet to wholesale, yeah. but it's budding, mm-hmm. and we're in conversation with them already, and they're happy to start sending rice down by boat. Um, out. No, it's true. It's happening. And so that's something to look forward to. I think so. Right now, it's, right now, I don't know if it's feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's something to stay tuned, on, you know, stay tuned for. Okay, so in the, in the um, we talked about some of the produce, but in the produce section, in the pantry section, um, and then you have the refrigerated. What are some of your favorite things? Because you said you're vegan. That's right. Yes. Well, Lemon so Tree you- Lane Kitchen has a couple items that are for me. The rest of her line, I think, has eggs or dairy, but her line is exquisite. Okay. It just tastes so amazing, and I'm happy to promote anything she and offers to us. Do? It's tomato sauces okay. and fresh pastas that we have frozen because they last longer. That pasta doesn't have eggs in it? I believe some do or all may, but. Okay. But, but I know I had one that or I had I had I think I had a sample that okay. I was that was fine for me uh-huh. and um, it was very enjoyable. And everything is handmade, I think. By I, that. I believe okay. so. Yeah, I mean this is a huge account for her, so it's like a lot of work I hear in her kitchen. <laughs> I also saw fresh turmeric root, which I have to admit I've never seen at a grocery store before. Turmeric root. Oh yes. And I imagine that I mean a lot of people will just say, like, "What is this? What do I do with it?" Uh, and so I imagine that you can just send them over to the test kitchen or to the kitchen here and say, hey, take a cooking class because yeah. that's where the turmeric root is going to be used. You know, it's I, w- I don't know. I mean, I cook with turmeric, but I've never cooked with the fresh root. I've, uh, frankly, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, it's actually funny you bring that specific item up because I didn't have it on our opening weekend and I got request after request for turmeric root. So I said, okay, you know, if this market's ready for something like that, it's a little different. I've seen it before where, you know, where I've lived elsewhere. So I brought it on just a little bit and I'm selling through it just fine. Everyone's excited about it. It's really great for juicing and cooking. So if you don't really know what to do with it, just juice with it first and play with it that way. And we live in a time where there's so many recipes online. You really can just get your hands on something fun and do the research and just cook away. So will you be doing a vegan cooking class? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, well, right now I'm doing this. Okay. And this is, Your uh, hands are full. Yeah, my hands are full. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would love to, you know, do Vegan 101 with folks. Yeah. I think it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a discipline, but it doesn't have to be strict. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just an amazing way to live, yeah. and there's so many possibilities within that range. It doesn't have to be all the way 100% to call yourself a vegan. Mm-hmm. It's all about deep intention and lifestyle choice, and a big part of it happens to be the food. Mm-hmm. I love that. Deep intention. Oh, yes. Okay, that's great. So um, when can people find the farm, the Highmark Farm Stand open? Give me the hours and the dates again. All right, so currently as it stands, you know, we're, we're still sorting, sorting out how it might look a couple months from now or a year from now. As it stands, Wednesday through Saturday... 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And on Sunday, it's 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., so a half day. Okay. And then how can people find information out about the Easton Public Market? You can go online at www.eastonpublicmarket.com. 
And on that site, you'll find tabs for each vendor, for the farm stand. And I think from there, you can sort of dive into other little links and, or just come on down and check it out yourself. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. So thank you, Nadia, for bringing me here. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. And you should really bring yourself down to this market. Because once you make it to the Highmark Farm Stand market, you, you ha- you'll, you'll be drawn to all the other vendors. And you'll leave with a full market basket. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Wolf. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast on the road recording at the Easton Public Market. It was so much fun to visit. I really encourage you to stop by the market for some great eats. I hope that you have a chance to listen to the other two episodes from the Easton Public Market. You can find them, of course, at the podcast page. You can find me at phoebuspurefood.com for some really wonderful recipes and local food inspiration. You can find me at Facebook and at Instagram. And be sure to leave us a review. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of and what you enjoyed from this episode. It's always a pleasure, guys. Happy eating, and thanks for listening.